Garrett Cole just pitched some of his best baseball of the year in maybe the biggest spot of the season. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and this episode is sponsored by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on today? Garrett Cole, that's what's going on, man. That was a big start for him. It's been a big month. We're going to talk about that in a second. Hey, we also have a preview of game two against the Seattle Mariners. Uh, pitching matchup, breakdown, all that kind of good stuff. Also, Carlos Rodon made an appearance for the Somerset Patriots, his first in the Yankee system. We'll tell you about how his rehab appearance went. First, Stacy, let's talk about Garrett Cole. Uh, he has kind of been building to this moment here in the month of June. Of course, we talked about it at length. Uh, how bad his May was, especially by Garrett Cole standards. But it felt like last night's outing for Garrett was a culmination of everything he had been working towards here in this month. Yes. And it felt more like a Garrett Cole outing from April as opposed to May. And it was good to see him come out the way he did because the Yankees needed it badly. They've lost four in a row and they needed their ace to come out and stop that losing streak. And he did. It's just such a boost to have someone like that where he comes into the game and you think to yourself, all right, they have a shot if the offense can score more than a, a run. And thankfully they did. So I just loved his attitude tonight. You could tell he was fired up and happy that he was able to help the team. Seven and a third pitching into the eighth inning massive gives the bullpen a bit of a rest, even after an off day. Yeah. Uh, the, the old minor league Monday off day. <laughs> Uh, seven and a third, four hits, an earned run, a walk, and eight strikeouts. The strikeouts started picking up later on in the game. Of course, he struck out his last five batters faced. How about June, Stacy? Five earned across 25 and a third innings of work and a 0.91 whip. That is Garrett Cole, yep. 0.91 whip. Yep, I will take that. I will take that. If if this is Garrett Cole going forward for the rest of the season, hell yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, you had mentioned that the snaps, the four game losing streak for Garrett, for not just Garrett Cole, for the Yankees and looking ahead, of course, again, we're going to preview game two, but looking ahead to game two, it's going to be Castillo versus Brito likely at right. this point. We don't know of an official starter, but it's going to be Brito. But uh, to have Cole come out in that way, have the offense back him up just enough. We mentioned that three run rule, right? Get the yeah. three runs. They yeah. got the three runs and it ended up being enough. How massive is that, not just for Cole to be able to step up and do his job, but for him to be able to do that and win game one and snap that losing streak? Yeah, that's really big because, um, as you said, it's most likely Castillo against Brito, and you don't know what's going to happen in that. And with the way the offense has been kind of struggling to get runs in bunches, um, it's not easy to do that against Luis Castillo. So to get the first one out of the way and a win is really, really big. And the finger wag. We talk about the finger wag. What, <laughs> what, what, what in the Tim Robinson was that? That's exactly who I was picturing. And I was trying to explain it to 
something I was explaining it to my brother. I'm like, I I'm picturing someone doing this and I can't figure out who it is. And that's exactly who I thought it was. It's, it's Tim Robinson. Yeah. It is the same person. Yeah. I think that's probably why he did it because yeah. Cause I was noticing the shoulders up and I'm like, no, this looks like someone and I can't figure out who it is. That was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen Garrett Cole do. That is, uh, it was almost like, his cc sabathia moment because cc had moments like that sometimes if someone would annoy him on the opposing team or even the whole other opposing team because cc was known for that and it was just funny to see cole do something like that (laughs) strange it was was strange uh yeah i don't know that's all i have to say about it that was weird (laughs) well it's gonna be it's it's been gift it's been you know the video's gone around on twitter so we're going to be seeing that all the time now i think like whenever he pitches if he has a good game that's all you're going to see people mm-hmm. tweet out and it'll be all over reddit and everything else so yeah <laughs> look i was apprehensive about putting you know the the new logos on the on the jerseys this season or but this we're, we're taking product placement to a whole new <laughs> level here if garrett cole is doing tim robinson faces just to promote the netflix show I think you should leave then. I mean, come on, what are we even doing at this point? Yeah. Uh, hey, the offense backed them up just enough. Anthony Rizzo, we're going to talk about in a second, but uh, doubled home Glaber in the first inning. Bader singles in his first at-bat. That was massive uh, and nice to see. Just kind of snuck one through. And then Billy McKinney, a two-run shot, uh, force-feeding his way back into the lineup, bottom of the second, and that's all she wrote there. But it was enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, <laughs> is it – not well all right kind of is it disturbing to anyone else and you guys can answer in the comments that it feels like every time someone hits a home run in major league baseball it's at least 400 feet i mean billy mckinney's they measured it at 432 Ooh, a little conspiracy going on there no it's just weird that like you know <laughs> remember when 400 foot home runs were like <gasps> like if someone did it it was a rarity and now it's not it's almost like position players pitching isn't a rarity anymore and 400 20 430 foot home runs aren't rare anymore it's just i don't know it's just something to think about i'm not, I'm not saying anything that it's bad it's just <laughs> it's just weird <laughs> uh, a lot of things are weird yeah i think you should leave is weird i've been watching <laughs> i think you should leave uh it's great i've been dying of laughing um hey we mentioned rizzo there yeah three for four got that double got that ribeye steak first multi-hit game since may 26th June 20th, by the way, his yeah. first three hit game since May 23rd, almost a month. It was yeah. his fifth three hit game of the season, which just goes to show how incredible he was in the first two months of the season. Yeah, uh, I think obviously he got a little help there in that first one to get that double. But I think it was his second hit may have been his third. I don't know. They're blurring in my brain, but he went down and got one. Yes. And just kind of took it the other way. And that's when I went, that's Anthony Rizzo. That, right. that's, that's when someone's going well. Yeah, he's coming back because that's what he was doing when he was hitting the ball really well. And as I've said about 14 times since the neck injury happened, it's definitely affecting him. <laughs> it's definitely affecting him. And it feels like maybe he's finally feeling better because to go after a pitch like that and get a hit like that, yeah, it feels like Rizzo could possibly be back. Because we saw some glimpses of it against Boston, but I feel like tonight really drove that point home so they need him back but they also need the guys behind him 
and in front of him and everyone else too also because you know the thing is it's good they got three runs it's good they got to Kirby early because we said in our preview that you know Kirby held them down to nothing the last time he um faced them in Seattle and this was good because they got the three runs out of the way but there were some moments where you thought okay they lead off with a single and then they do nothing in the inning and it happened a couple times so they just need to get the offense going a little more but this was a positive game yeah Jake Bowers just missed one uh Anthony Volpe looked a little weak at the plate last night to strike out um Giancarlo Stanton had a, a quiet night as well so obviously there's plenty of room for improvement but to get that four game streak out of the way I feel like if you lose last night's game uh especially with Cole on the mound I mean that's just a total recipe for disaster now you're five games in the cellar there and uh and again with Brito going and he has been struggling lately in in uh, Scranton Wilkesbury so yeah I think that was really really massive just to get enough runs to get Rizzo <laughs> going well and and get Garrett Cole to do Garrett Cole things. I mean, Hey, right now you're looking for anything, any signs of life from this team. And that, Hey, it was a sign of life. It's a win. Yeah. Yeah. I just do have one message for um, Giancarlo Stanton. Where are your high socks? Where are they? You're not hitting because you don't have high socks. Get them back. I don't like having the long pants. What, what it's just weird seeing him like that. I don't get it. Aren't baseball players like really superstitious. Why is he wearing long pants again? They're not helping. (laughs) Back to the uh, conspiracy theorist in you right there. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just something I noticed. (laughs) Hey, uh, let us know in the comments section how you're feeling about last night's game about Garrett Cole, of course. Is that a great sign for you? Like, are you buying in? Is Garrett Cole back? Is he going to continue to build off of this start? Of course, how are you feeling about Anthony Rizzo? Do you think the monkey is off his back? And while you're in the comment section, of course, drop your questions for Fan Mail Friday. Every Friday, we answer your questions on Locked On Yankees. And if you want Fan Mail Friday priority, all you got to do is sign up for a free 14-day trial with subtext. That's in the episode description. What else do you get with subtext? You get Information coming from us. You have one in one, one on one conversations with us. You can text us at any time, any day. You get in game info from Stacy. And of course, we explain everything that you could possibly want the second it happens. So, again, more information is in the episode description here on YouTube. And of course, on our audio side, sign up for subtext. You have a 14 day free trial. So, go ahead and do that. We're going to step aside, but we got to talk about Carlos Rodon's first rehab appearance. Stick around. tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you steve's been using it this season and he loves it if it's good enough for him it's good enough for you they have killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have game time also has flash deals and last minute tickets it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area and they even give you images of seat views so you'll know what you'll be seeing. With their lowest price guarantee and even event cancellation protection, Game Time is the best place to buy tickets in just a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, that's code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
Back now on Locked on Yankees. Hey, for the everydayers out there, don't forget coming up on Friday, it's Fan Mail Friday. We answer your questions on every Friday. You guys have been killing it with questions, by the way, over the last month or so. Uh, We really appreciate it. It's our favorite episode to do every single week. Hey, the Mariners series continues tonight, of course, at 7.05. Yanks, Mariners, catch the action on SiriusXM. You can get a free trial just about anywhere. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Stacy. we got to talk about Carlos Rodon. Of course, he made his first rehab appearance, technically his first Yankees outing last <laughs> night for the Somerset Patriots. Ended up going three innings, gave up a hit, gave up an earned run, gave up a walk, and he ended up striking out five. Uh, through 42 pitches, he was supposed to throw 40 to 45, uh, 27 of which were strikes. His fastball velocity was down, to be expected, of course. He was sitting in the low t- uh, 90s and Side note, the gun on uh, MILB TV was completely off. It was saying he was like 88 uh, to 89. I was like, there's no way that's true. Uh, (laughs) Otherwise, we have some big problems. Uh, He missed up a lot with that fastball, Stace, a lot. Uh, I ended up watching that game uh, during the Yankees game. And uh, yeah, the fastball was definitely up. He walked the first batter he faced, then gave up a single, and then he induced a double play ball. And that's kind of when he started to settle down. The one thing I really started noticing was his pace was picking up Mm. as the game went on. So that first inning, he definitely was laboring a little bit through it. Then he got that double play ball, got the next batter. He struck him out. Then, okay, he started settling in. And then pace picked up in the second, pace picked up in the third. Um, His off-speed stuff was looking pretty nice. He kept it down in the zone, uh, got a little good – good chunk of swings and misses on the breaking stuff. And he only buried one breaking ball. Of course it was only three innings. So not a lot of opportunities to do so, but it was nice to see him throwing his breaking stuff for strikes. Again, his fastball velocity wasn't there. Uh, But all in all, I think things look pretty well for Carlos Rodon last night. Yeah. I saw some clips uh, from people who were there (laughs) and uh, it's just good to see him on the mound pitching to actual people and having it be in a game that, means something you know instead of him throwing it poor willie calhoun from the yankee (laughs) stadium mound and hitting him i'm kidding um but no it was just really good to see him and um you know hope he's feeling well seemed like he was after the game because i saw a clip of him talking to reporters and uh you know the people in somerset were excited they were all waiting by the bullpen before the game waiting to see him come out and throw uh his warm-up pitches and everything and i joked on twitter that they were just checking to see if he was actually real and there so um i'm happy about this because he's one step closer to being on the yankee stadium mound which will be a very big boost for the yankees so <laughs> yeah he's been in, he's been in somerset for a few days here because he he also threw like a live pen uh in somerset before this rehab appearance so again, he was 40 to 45, ended up throwing 42 pitches to get through three innings. And uh, so they're anticipating here for Rodon three starts. Sure. So three rehab starts, of course, as long as everything goes according to plan. So you can anticipate around 50 to 60 pitches next time out, which you could potentially earmark for Sunday. Uh, within, that would give it a full day's rest. Um, and then one more next week sometime, what would be like Thursday uh, next week, I imagine he probably wouldn't be in Somerset without looking at the schedule. If Somerset's on the road, he probably won't travel there. Depends on who's home. It might be Tampa. It might be Hudson Valley or some Scranton Wilkesbury, whatever it is. You can anticipate that third one to be somewhere around 65 to 75 pitches, and then he would be ready uh, to come to the Yankees. Of course, I think when he gets to the Yankees, you got to kind of temper your expectations. A guy has really missed a lot of time. He's worried about two different parts of his body. They're not going to push him. There's, you can't push him. 
no. can't push him. Uh, so again, like you said, it's it's nice to see him on the mound. It's good to see him get in, get out, get into a little bit of trouble, get out of the trouble, get up, get down, all the good stuff. You checked a lot of boxes on Tuesday night, so that's very, very encouraging. Um, Ian Hamilton did not pitch last night for Somerset. He's also with the Patriots. He's only made one appearance. He's they're also anticipating three for him, Stace. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wanted to get him back here this weekend for the Rangers series. I think him p- not pitching on Tuesday makes that a little more difficult because they want him to get two more outings. Mm. So they haven't officially announced. I haven't seen anything officially announced, but I would anticipate him going on Wednesday night for Somerset and then maybe Friday if they wanted to push it, possibly Saturday. Uh, if I had to take a guess. So we'll see Ian Hamilton back relatively soon, which is, again, the Yankees don't really need a ton of bullpen help, but you're always going to take Ian Hamilton back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, They were talking about injuries and everyone who's working their way back. And someone mentioned Jonathan Loisaga, and I completely forgot about him. (laughs) I forgot he existed. I forgot he existed. I felt so bad. I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Him too. (laughs) Yeah. It's everybody. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of Nestor Cortez, not a ton of progression here. He did play catch on Saturday in Fenway. So in Fenway at Fenway, how do you say that? I guess at uh, Fenway. <laughs> at Fenway, but he was inside Fenway Park. Right. It's he like threw on Saturday. Long Island, in Long Island. How do you say yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he isn't throwing from the mound yet, though. So I think they're going to really take because this is like a a feel thing, right? Because oh, yeah. for Nestor, it's that like I didn't feel good after starts I couldn't recover so it's really just touch and go for Nestor I think there's from everything I've seen there's really no timetable for Nestor yeah yeah (laughs) that's why it's big getting Radon back yeah sometime soon it's huge (laughs) yeah need him need him 100 percent um especially with this kind of this fifth starter in flex Vasquez Brito. What are we going to do? Thankfully there's off days. We don't need them. I mean, secretly, right. The Yankees have kind of been running a four man rotation because of all these off days. days, Yeah. Yeah. Like I think (laughs) that kind of gets lost in the shuffle here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very, very strange, but Hey, how are you feeling about Carlos Rodon? Uh, What are you anticipating from when he eventually comes back here? Maybe within the next two weeks or so you can see him on the mound for the Yankees. Uh, while you're in the episode description, of course, you can drop your texts, or not your texts, your questions. What did I say? While you're in the episode description, you can drop your texts. What am I saying? <laughs> while you're in our comments, you can drop your questions for us. Fan Mail Friday. I just merged everything together. Yeah. Subtext, what I was trying to get out. Subscribe <laughs> to our subtext. Again, 14-day free trial. You can have one-on-one conversations with us. We'll text you. You text us. We become friends. Yeah. We go off together, and we live a happily life. <laughs> That's not going to happen. But we will text you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sign up. All the details are in the episode description. All right. Let's step aside. Coming up next, series preview or se- game two preview, and my brain is going to explode. <laughs> back here on lockdown yankees hey stace uh don't forget i know you never forget but you can catch the mariners series on sirius xm you guys know this stuff i tell you all the time (laughs) pitching matchup for game two luis castillo and it's probably gonna be johnny brito here that's unofficial as of us recording this this of course post game last night you know it's wednesday hello happy hump day (laughs) I imagine Crook is gone. Yeah. Right. I would think he would be the move. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to be crooky. It's not going to be Clay Holmes. Uh, no, <laughs> <gonna> be, <laughs> especially not the crooky. way he's pitching lately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's going to be crooky. Uh, Brito was in the Bronx last night, and Randy Vasquez pitched on Tuesday night. Uh, Vasquez went five and a third, three hits of shutout ball with a couple of walks and five strikeouts um, against the Buffalo Bisons, the Toronto Blue Jays affiliate. By the way, very scary moment in that game. Uh, former Yankee Rob Brantley oh, hit yeah. by a backswing mm. and uh, had to get uh, escorted off of the field. So hopefully he's okay. Rob Brantley's one of the nicest guys on the planet. Um, and I really, really hope he, he does bet, does okay and uh, recovers well. So sending our love out to Rob Brantley, former Yankee. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera, by the way, picked up a hit last night in his first at-bat. So there's that. Um, Brito, though, Stace, has really struggled, man. Mm really struggled it's kind of bizarre 12 runs allowed in his last two outings that's six apiece that's not like a 10 run and a two run that's a six and a six uh also given a four homers in that span three two starts ago and a homer in his last outing hasn't pitched in the majors in just over a month now which yeah. kind of man where did the time go may 20th <laughs> stace what are you anticipating out of johnny burrito potentially here tonight well that kind of scares me um because it's, it's weird for me to say this, but I'd almost prefer him to have had a 10-run outing and then a two-run outing because at least it feels like he got better or, you know, over the bad outing. But two sixes in a row is kind of... Very unlike him, too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's weird. But then again, I mean, you never know. He might come up and do okay because yeah. sometimes that happens, too, so... Um, yeah, but, didn't Randy Vasquez before his debut, like his last outing wasn't that great. Right? right. And then he did okay. And, you know, as you said, the bullpen wasn't used on Tuesday. It was just Clay Holmes. He was the only one and they had the off day Monday. So if Brito does have a bad outing, there are a lot of guys ready to pitch. So, I mean, you don't yeah. want that to happen, but if it does happen, it's not like the Yankees are, you know, thin or anything like that, but let's hope he doesn't have a bad outing. Yeah, because uh, the only one that was going was Wandy last night, right? Like he was warming up just in case in the ninth, mm -hmm. but because uh, they had a potential lefty-lefty matchup there in the ninth inning, especially with just a two-run lead, it's not like it was a, a a a done deal there at that point. So yeah, I mean everybody's available. Everybody's available again, except for Crook. I think that's the only the only option here for the Yankees. They're going to option Crook down. Um, Welcome to the bigs. Adios for Matt Crook again. Uh, thanks for the grand slam. <laughs> Pretty much all they got out of that. Yeah. Uh, Luis Castillo is coming off of a strong outing, but he has had a real roller coaster June. He got lit up by the angels two starts ago. Yeah. Um, so Luis Castillo is a bit of a wild card. So it's not like the Mariners are in this great spot with Luis Castillo. Cause again, his, his June has just not been going well. Yeah. Um, I just feel like with the way the Yankees offense has been, it almost feels like this might be a gift for Castillo being like, oh, all right, I can get things going again against these guys no. because mm, we'll yeah. see. I mean, you never know. You never Bader know. back. Rizzo potentially going here after a big night last night. So yeah, yeah. Get the, just get the wheels turning, right? Yeah. Let's get the wheels turning. Yes. I just would like for, you know, Volpe got, got on base and then didn't go anywhere. It's like when you yeah. get on base, start running because you're good at that. You're 15 for 15 and stolen bases and you haven't been caught yet. So like, let's manufacture some stuff because you guys aren't scoring any other way. So yeah, let's see that. Just a quick note, quick question. Just want to know your thoughts. Do you think we see IKF at short soon? 
Ooh, no. At any point, like obviously not like on a regular basis, but do you think we see IKF a couple of times at short if Volpe keeps doing this? Ooh, ooh, that would be something. Could you imagine? I don't know, but maybe. I mean, who knows? The season has been so strange that it, it wouldn't surprise me to see him. You know, like see a an oh, I can't wait for Twitter to explode when that happens when the lino comes out. That that'd be fun. Where's Oswald? Where's Oswald? Where's Oswald? <laughs> Let me know in the comment section. Would you start IKF at some point? Would you like go like back to back days? Mm. Would you like if he keeps going like this for Volpe? Maybe like Saturday, Sunday against Texas, go IKF. It's short, so Volpe gets three days off, available to pinch hit, pinch run situation, but not start. I don't know. Just throwing ideas out there. Uh, you can do that in the comment section. Of course, you can leave your questions for Fan Mail Friday. If you want Fan Mail Friday priority, all you got to do is sign up for that 14-day free trial in our subtext. That, of course, is in the episode description. So check out all the details down below. And that's going to just about do it for today's Locked On Yankees. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.